You're listening to the Traffic and Leads Podcast, where we examine what is and isn't working in online marketing. Now, please welcome your host, online marketing expert, One Click Lindsay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Traffic and Leads Podcast. I am your host, One Click Lindsay. Today, I am interviewing Mr. Kevin Gianni with Anne Marie Skincare. Let me tell you something really cool about Anne Marie Skincare. Kevin was on my show. I interviewed him a couple of weeks ago, and Anne Marie, his wife, actually emailed me and said, Hey, can we send you a sample? So they sent me a sample of their amazing skincare line that we will be talking about throughout this episode. And this box was amazing. And the product is amazing and the quality is amazing. So everything I can personally stand by, everything that we are saying and that they are saying in this podcast, it was really awesome. If you guys want to see an example of it, there'll be some posts on Instagram of what this box looks like. So, you know, a quick shout out to them that this product is totally legit. During this episode, we talk about the highs and lows of running successful uh, product businesses and what can be done. And th- I mean, there's a lot of highs and lows that go into it. And Kevin was extremely kind to share with us his insight. So this is a great episode. You guys are going to like it. I say that every time, right? This is a great episode, but guess what? It's the Traffic and Leads podcast. Of course, it's a great episode. So before we hop into that, I do want to make a quick announcement. Please make sure you go to theclicktechnique.com, enter your email. I have started emailing my list every single day and you get a tidbit of traffic and lead generation strategies and motivation every single day to your inbox. That might sound a little overwhelming, but I promise they are entertaining, they are fun, and not only that, they remind you that I go live on my Facebook page every single day, at least for the month of October. This is a personal goal. I'm trying to run an experiment here, and every single day for the, and I will tell my listeners about the results of this experiment, but Every single day in the month of October at 8 o'clock a.m. Pacific Standard Time, I am live on my Facebook page. I would love to see your face there. I would love to uh, see some listeners there pop in and say hello. Uh, if you're a listener of the podcast, that would be absolutely amazing. So just head over to the clicktechnique.com. Get signed up for those daily emails and notifications. And I'll see you guys live every day at 8 o'clock a.m. It's super fun, by the way. And it's not boring and there's people out there and it's super fun. So you guys should totally join me. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Let's hop into this interview with Kevin. Let me do one more quick commercial. If you guys need help with digital marketing, I run trafficandleads.com. We help you with everything from SEO to pay-per-click to email marketing, landing pages, webinars, all those things that will help you build traffic and leads to your small business. Make sure you reach out to us today. We can absolutely help you. Go to trafficandleads.com and uh, we will see you guys there. Let's hop into this interview with Kevin. I think you guys will really like it. Here we go. Hey, Kevin, welcome to the program. I'm so excited to have you on today. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So why don't you tell the audience a little bit about what you do? Well, we have a company called Anne Marie Skincare. Uh, We sell organic and wildcrafted skin products. And we kind of, the, the way, the way to that, you know, to this, to where we are now is a little bit convoluted. Uh, We were personal trainers uh, in Connecticut uh, way back when. 
And then we moved into health blogging. We did a, a video blog for, for a bunch of years called Renegade Health. And we did about 900 YouTube videos and, uh, traveled around the country for two and a half years in an RV called the Kale Whale. Um, you know, kind of hippie ish, <laughs> like raw foodies. That's really vegan. interesting. Like, <laughs> yeah. And were you trying, were you selling product? Let me, can do you mind if yeah. we just talk about that for yeah, a second? No, yeah. So. The purpose of that, what, what was the product you were selling there when you were traveling around the country for two years? So it started out, we started out selling information products. Um, we, we were one of the first people to actually do an online summit. Um, I actually remember, you know, putting the summit together and talking to my, my good friend, Nick Ortner, who runs the tapping solution and thinking about what we're going to call the thing. And, uh, and for those of you who don't know what the online summit is, it's where you get a bunch of people together to speak online as if it was like a, you know, conference that you would go to over a weekend. And, um, that's a short way to describe that. And I remember even just having the, the, the discussion about what are we going to call it? And we, we, we decided on the word summit. And, uh, ever since then, that's kind of been, been a thing. So, wow. So how did it go? Did a lot of people show up? Did you make a lot of money? (laughs) This is the best. This is the best year. So we, what we did was we, uh, we got everything together and then we were actually going to San Diego because we were meeting with a, another person because we wanted to produce a program um, in the health space uh, for that. So we were trying to just like JV and joint venture and do a whole bunch of things to, to, to generate some revenue. And we had about 12 people lined up and we had this one affiliate that was going to promote the, the next day. So we arrived in San Diego and we get to this hotel on Pacific beach and we're like, you know, the person in the front is like, should, you know, do you want the, uh, the roadside, uh, room or do you want the beachside room? And we're like, you know, this guy that's promoting tomorrow has like 400,000 people on his list. And we're just like, you know what? Let's get to the beachside. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> we upgraded. So it was my I friend. I love the story already. Yeah, it was my friend, Nick, uh, and, and Anne Marie and I, uh, and you know, we were on this trip and, and we're, we we're going to, we we're ready to celebrate. So we went out to dinner. You know, we probably spent a little bit more money than we normally would and went to bed. And we got up the next morning and, and we got some notification that the promotion had gone out and we looked in the account and, you know, the person sent to their 400,000 person list and we had made like 1400 bucks. <laughs> we were just oh. like, oh crap. <laughs> all of it. All of this for 1400 bucks. <laughs> exactly. But so, I think it's fair to say you sound like, you sound like a seasoned digital marketer. I mean, isn't that the way it goes before you get some big wins? And even in between all of your big wins, you're going to have, you're going to have some $1,400 days like this. Absolutely. And this was, this was back in 2007, right? So, so we, um, no offense, but it should have been hotter back in 2007 before the market was oversaturated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, but, but I mean, you know, I think total, we probably made like 15, 20 grand on that one and, and yeah. built a list of 15 to 20,000 people. So, you know, a, a dollar per, per lead, um, you know, and on the front end wasn't so bad. And, you know, so in the market, and the, the model still works, um, as long as you do it right. You know, and I have some friends who, who do it well. The docu-series is just a hybrid of that model. Um, that's doing well, uh, for a lot of people. So, you know, there's, you know, it, t- it takes time to, to get it right for, for most people, but you know, it, it does usually work. Wow. What was your big, so obviously you guys are still not, uh, traveling around selling your info product in a van, the kale whale, right? Mm-hmm. Um, cause you're in a different part of your life now. So what yeah. is your biggest, and I'm going to let you get into that part of your life in just a second, but what's your biggest lesson learned, would you say, from the, this previous experience of like doing the YouTube channel, traveling around, 
you know, really trying to make some magic happen. I think that it can just be done. Um, that that's that that lesson kind of sticks with me now is that if you really just want to do it, you'll stumble upon the right people and places. And, you know, you might need to make some phone calls and ask some people for some favors, but the thing can be done, you know? So if you want to do a YouTube channel and you want to be a YouTube health influencer or, or business influencer or, uh, you know, whatever type of influencer and you want to hop in an RV and you want to do it before kids, which is a fantastic time to do it. If you don't have kids or with kids, I don't know. We haven't done it with kids. I, think I wouldn't do it with kids. I wouldn't do, I wouldn't even go to a restaurant with kids. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I have three you just went to hibachi last night and it was fantastic. <laughs> because it, it's like entertainment and dinner. Um, but yeah, I, I hear you. Uh, but, but I think that, I think that you can, you can do it. Uh, you, you just need to, to get enough relationship capital to, to, to make it happen. So for us, you know, for years we were doing, you know, you know, two or three years before we had done the first summit, we were, I was interviewing people, uh, for our blog, um, you know, just, just to, to give them, uh, we weren't making any money on it. We were just, you know, interviewing them to, to, to let them, you know, speak in front of our audience. And, and, you know, when it came around to it and we were able to travel around the country, we were able to call on some of these people, some of them let us stay at their house, you know, like it's just that like relationship capital is, is really important. And so I think that that really helped us. So is that Porsche, is that business still running? Do you guys still do YouTube videos? What's the status of that business? And then after you told me that, I want to hear where you're at right now, what you guys are sure. doing now. So in the, about, I'm gonna, I might get the dates wrong a little bit. Around 2014, I took on a ma- managing editor to run that business because we were working on the, the skincare and then sold it to him two years later. So he, cool. now, he now runs Renegade Health. Yeah. Frederick. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. All right. So what are you doing now? You left that to do what? Well, what, what happened was a lot of our customers. So we were selling. Uh, we we're doing information products first, and then we started sourcing some products because we were traveling around the country and, or, or even to Costa Rica and, and other places and finding really cool products, Peru, uh, that we could bring back and sell to our, to our audience. And so one of the questions that our customers were asking was, what products, Anne-Marie, do you put on your skin? They weren't asking me that because, you know, generally, you know, the skincare market is like 95 to 5% uh, female. I'm sure you have lovely skin. I'm sure. Um, Thank you. I use the products daily. So, so I mean, I I hope that they, (laughs) I hope that they do something for me. Um, And so, so we went to our cabinet and we're just like, oh my gosh, like we can't recommend this. We're recommending this super pure diet, organic and and all this sort of stuff. And our products are just not up to, up to speed. So we, we went around and, and just tried to find a product. You know, we, we looked in the stores, the health food stores, you know, the regular places where you'd find all these skincare products. And we just, you know, we did some, some due diligence. We talked to some of the owners. We're like, you know, we're just not really sure this is like the best product that we could recommend. So then we're just like, well, why don't we try to formulate it ourselves? We could private label something. And that's a whole mess of, of everything. I mean, <laughs> mess of everything. I don't think I've ever said that before, but, but it really is, uh, you know, manufacturers, contract manufacturers in the skincare industry are very, um, for the most part, they're uh, somewhat shady, if not very shady in terms of, you know, what you can put on the label, you know, allowances for things that are in the product that, that don't need to be put on the label. So, you know, we got really upset because we're, we're activists at heart. And so we got pretty upset when we started to hear that. And then we're just like, Oh no, no, we're going to do it. You know, we're, we're going to make this work. 
Um, and so luckily we found, uh, we were in a spa in, in Arizona and Anne Marie went into the store and she found a product that she was like, Oh my God, this is, I've never even felt anything like this on my face. And so we were excited because we, at that point, we knew we didn't have to, you know, start a whole skincare company. We could just, you know, sell that product in our store. So we called the, the owner to, to see if we can, uh, you know, wholesale it from her. And she said, no, we only sell to spas. And we just, we were kind of deflated. And, uh, so we did a video about her anyway and, and, you know, talked about her products. And about a week later, we, after the video, we got back in touch with her and, and, you know, we, we chatted about the possibility of her formulating a line for us. And so that's how it started. And now she's part owner in the business and, and we, uh, we have our own, you know, she only formulates for us and herself. And so it's kind of a, a cool relationship. And she's like this earth mama chemist. I mean, when I think when I say those two words together, there may be some dissonance, but if you met her, you'd know. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. Wow. Yeah. That is, that's a great story. So what year was that? So we started nine years ago with the okay. skincare. Very yeah. nice. So now what? So now what? So, so what, one thing that happened was we, you know, the skincare started growing and then we, uh, what ha- we ended up, uh, uh, I was spending about 70% of my time on Renegade Health and it was generating about 30% of our growth, gross revenues and 30% of our, of my time. Uh, so sorry. And 70% of my time. Wait, hold on. Wait, let me do this again. 70% of my time on Rene- Renegade Health doing 30% of like the revenues and then the rest of my time, 30%. On the skincare and is making about seventy percent of the re- gross revenues, and I was like, "Wait a minute, something needs to to change, to change. here." Yeah. yeah. So, so that's that's when we that's when I brought Frederick on for Renegade Health, and, and we made that that transition. So, yeah, that's kind of cool. So, so the skincare line is a direct sales opportunity. Is that right? It is direct to consumer sales. Ninety six percent direct to consumer. We are about four percent of our sales come from stores or spas around the country and world. Makes sense. So for somebody who's on their way to like generating like a client base or a fan base for a new product like this, do you have some takeaways that you've learned in this long, this long lesson? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think today, uh, you know, there's, there's two ways to go about it. Um, One is to use paid advertising to, you know, to get an audience, right? Because, because if you have, if you have a niche, let me actually, let me step, let me step back. You have to have a really good freaking product. And, yes. and I think, I think a lot of people actually miss that. And it sounds so dumb and it's so like, wah, wah, you know, like. So basic. But, yeah. Of course I have to have a good product. Yeah. But, but you, and you can't believe you just, it just can't be you. Like, and it can't be your friends. It has to be like people that you don't know that actually really dig the product. Um, cause your friends are just going to tell you it's great. Your, you know, your family's going to tell you it's great or not. Maybe they'll just, you know, step on your dreams <laughs> regardless <laughs> of what it is. Your parents. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but you have, you really have to have a good high quality product. There's so much products out in the market these days. It's so easy to produce something from China or to, or to just get like the, or a co-packer or something like that, a formulator and just put it in a bottle and, and slap a label on it and get it out there. Um, those people will go away. You know, they, you know, they might be, you might hear that they're making like big money, you know, right now, but eventually, you know, the truth, uh, time will, will, uh, will, 
what was it? it, it promote or expose you. That's a fun um, comment. That I don't, I forget. It's not mine, but time will promote or expose you. And so I think that's a pretty, you know, those people might make money and then who knows what, what happens later, right? Because they, they don't have staying power. So you have to have a great product. Um, the, the second thing is that if, if you're niche enough, you, you can advertise on Facebook um, and, and Instagram, just depending on your audience. Facebook a little bit tends a little bit older, Instagram a little bit younger, um, or even Google um, search terms or things like that uh, for, you know, for, for a really good product. Um, you can advertise on these and you have to put a little bit of budget towards it, but you know, you can get some traction uh, pretty, pretty quickly that way. And then the third is kind of like this relationship capital thing that I was talking about. If you can build a little bit of relationship capital, you can definitely do an influencer type program, um, affiliate type program where you're paying someone a certain, uh, you know, commission on your product. The thing that I think really works for, you know, makes it a really great affiliate thing is that if you, you know, say you're in the, um, well, I'll use health because it, it's kind of where, where we started with, with the skincare, you know, so we're in the, we're in the health space and like everyone's got, uh, I, I'd say we're in the health space because it's, that's where we get a lot of our customers. Um, and, and that's how I'm, I'm networked, um, uh, with my friends. But like, you know, say someone has, you're in the health space that people have weight loss books. They have, um, you know, thyroid programs. They have supplements. Uh, they have superfoods. You know, they have all these sorts of things. This is what they're, this is what they're selling. And for us, you know, one of the opportunities we saw was that like no one was selling, you know, really healthy skincare, at least in this affiliate type thing. And so I think one of the ways that we were able to succeed is that we had this like non-competing skincare product that anyone could promote. So it's not like, you know, you go to one doctor and they're a vegan and the other one is paleo or keto. And like, they're totally like butting heads. So like the paleo doctor isn't going to promote the vegan doctor's thing. Right. Uh, the vegan doctor is not going to promote the paleo's thing, but they both promote skincare. So, so finding that like non-compete, like if, if you're good, if you want to go into a space and you want to kind of dominate that space in a way that, you know, it can, can kind of saturate all of it. If you have a non-competing product to that space, I think you're going to, you're going to do really well with, with the affiliate side. Obviously the thing has to convert or then, you know, you'll get a bad rep and, and no one will promote you. But I think that's, that's a way, another way to do it. I love it. So let's talk a little bit more about your tip about investing in paid traffic so you can build a following fairly quickly. Cause obviously you can maybe over time, but it's going to take forever if you don't put a budget and invest in, you know, paid traffic. So when you went in like initially with a paid traffic campaign, did you have um, some reservations? Did you feel like this was going to work? Did it work right off the bat? Can you kind of go into your experience with your paid traffic experience? Well, well here's the funny thing is I'm saying, I'm saying paid traffic knowing now. <laughs> right, right. So we didn't. You know what I mean? Like, so we didn't, we did the affiliate thing. Um, that's, that's how we grew and we knew we were good at, at customer retention. Um, you know, be, number one, because we had a, a, the baseline of a good product. And then number two, you know, we know how to treat our customers well. You know, like we have good customer support people. We have 
good email flows that go out on a regular basis, depending on what a customer does at any point in time. Um, not any point in time, but, but points in time during, uh, you know, their, their customer journey that we've, that we've established as points we want to reach out to them, whether it's send them a gift or whether it's ask them if they want to join our insiders program or all that sort of stuff. So, so knowing that now though, I mean, you know, the thing about the, you know, one of the downsides about the affiliate thing is that, you know, there's, there's diminishing returns, um, long-term if that, if one, if that affiliate isn't growing at the same pace you are. So, you know, the more sends that they, that they do for you, if you're doing email sends or blog posts, um, the less likely that they're going to convert because there are just less and less people who are new to their fold. Right. Um, the other challenge about affiliates is that, you know, it is kind of like herding cats because most of the affiliates are influencers or authors or, um, you know, site owners, bloggers who have other priorities. Um, so you may not be number one. You're probably not even number six, um, on that, on that list. So, so, you know, there's that. So, so the reliance on that is, you know, to, to form your entire business strategy is, is, is a little bit foolish. Um, but it, but it can be great. Um, in terms of of paid traffic, um, you know, I wish that that we had started with that because I think that, or, or not wish, but I, I I think that that if we had started and mastered it back then, uh, we'd be better at it than we are now. I would say we're not fantastic at at paid traffic yet, though I know that that a lot of my friends who have different companies, supplement companies, and and um, uh, green powder companies and things like that, they're they're doing fantastic. Uh, on paid ads because they focused on it from the beginning. Makes sense. And when you talk about paid ads, are you talking like specifically about AdWords and like maybe retargeting on Facebook? Or are you talking about like all paid traffic? Well, pretty much all of it. I mean, you you, you just pick which ones you think you're going to be good at and, and do them and then keep trying. Yeah. Amen <laughs> to that. Yeah. That makes sense. What about Amazon? Do you sell your product on Amazon? Our Amazon presence is very small. And is there, a, are you willing to share with the audience why you haven't decided to put much of a focus on Amazon? Do you not think people are looking for this skincare line on Amazon? Do you think it devalues your brand? No, I, I actually think that it's, that it's good. We, we started with the company, uh, maybe about five or six months ago and we're starting to see some of those benefits now. Oh, cool. So yeah. So, so it I is mean, something you're it, looking at. Yeah, absolutely. I don't, I don't think it cannibalizes sales. Um, as some people will say. Uh, you know, there, there's just a certain group of people who will, will shop on Amazon for just about everything, um, which is kind of me. Um, and so, you know, if, if I can find products that I like that I order on a regular basis, uh, I can just, I can just go there and it's nice to have our products there. Um, so, so I'm not concerned about that. And it'd be nice for people who are, you know, it's people are <laughs> talk about buyer intent. I mean, you know, when you go to Amazon, you don't go to read an article. Right. Right. So, right. right. They, have, they, have their, they have their wallets out for sure. Yeah. Exactly. So to finish up yeah. this really, really enlightening conversation, can you just, so you, I mean, you've, it sounds like you've been through the highs and the lows through many different businesses. You're, you're very experienced in digital marketing. Can you just give the audience any final words of encouragement that, you know, digital marketing will work, even though, you know, it can be hard and, and, and a message along those lines, not to put words in your mouth, but do you have a message along those lines? Maybe, maybe you Digital don't. marketing can work. Um, it, you just got to keep going. Wait, is that what you said? No. Yeah, yeah, here, let me whisper it to you. <laughs> I mean, I, I think you, 
Or just give us a final so message. Whatever to? you want the final message to be for yeah, struggling yeah. entrepreneurs. Who are we talking though to? I mean, I mean, are we are we're we talking to people who have something who are looking to do something. We are talking kind of to people that have something that maybe they just have not hit their stride yet. They're not getting the sales and the revenue that they want, that they're just barely tipping yeah. their toe, maybe into the digital marketing space, or maybe they've been burned. Maybe they hired some ad company and have been yeah. burned and they're hesitant to go back into it. Those kind of people. Yeah. Yeah. All that happens. Number one. So like that's, that's, that should be somewhat reassuring. Um, the, the first thing is definitely take a hard look at your product. Like, is it really good? I know it's your baby. I know it's, you know, I know you're, you're proud of it, which is great, but is it really the one? Uh-huh. Right. I mean, maybe just like even like dating, like, you know, are you going to get married to this one or not? You know, um, t- take a really hard look at it, get some outside opinion. I mean, you know, if it's like a fitness book and it's, you know, it's a, you know, how to get stronger fingers for knitting Ooh, I like for it. women over 60 or something like that. You know, I mean, I think you may have niched down a little bit too, too much, you know, <laughs> and, and, and yes, anyone who's looking for stronger knitting fingers, they'll buy your book. Um, chances are they're not, you know, it's not going to be enough traffic for you to actually sustain yourself. So, so one is like really think about that product and really, you know, ask, does it really solve a need for, for the individual and, and how can, how can you make that work? Um, the second part is that, man, it, you know, my, my Italian grandmas, you know, uh, will, will, will tell you this is like, is man, you know, you, it's that whole spaghetti against the wall thing. Mm-hmm. You just got to keep throwing it. You got to keep throwing spaghetti against the wall until it works. And I think it's more of a mindset than it is anything else. It's like, you, you know, you're going to succeed with something. You just can't be tied with the thing that you have. I mean, I remember my first website. Well, not my first website, but like my first like, you know, membership site was supposed to was uh was called liveawesome.com. Nice. And it was this interview thing. And I was gonna get people in, I don't know, five dollars a month or like ten dollars a month or something like that. And I was gonna do uh, you know, interviews and like have them behind a paywall. And I spent like six, seven thousand dollars on that, on that, you know, setting up the thing. And I think I got like 10 members, right? And so you know, eventually I gave it up. We went to Renegade Health. We started to do the, the Renegade Health didn't generate any money to begin with. We started to do the summits that actually started to work. We built a list. Um, and then we didn't, then we were like producing, uh, you know, going through the struggle of producing, uh, you know, the information products. And that was getting tiresome because like it was an information product like every quarter. And then it was like every month in order to make the revenues. And then we ended up, uh, you know, again, moving into products and then skincare. So it, it may not be the thing that you think it's going to be, but just allow the thing to evolve into what works for you until it does work. I love it. That was the perfect message. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. (laughs) (laughs) Now, before I let you go, I'm going to turn the time over to you. Please again, tell everybody what they need to know about your company, how to find you and anything else you want us to know. Yes. Okay. So our company is Anne Marie skincare and you can find it at annemariegianni.com, A-N-N-M-A-R-I-E-G-I-A-N-N-I.com. Uh, great products. You can try There's, if you go to that page, there's a, there's some sample kits you can try. So you can like, if you want to try the product, you can, um, you can do it at low, low cost, um, no risk kind of deal. And, uh, and that's about it. You know, we don't, we don't, we're not like high pressure salespeople here. We don't have a pitch. It's just, uh, if you like organic skincare, try ours. <laughs> 
<laughs> you should work on that. <laughs> oh, we'll send you some. This has been too much fun, Kevin. Thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast. Thank you very much. Awesome. Thank you. There you go. I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as I did. Another shout out to Anne-Marie Skincare. Make sure you guys check it out. I can totally stand behind this product. I've used it. She sent me a box and it's amazing, amazing stuff. Again, check out my Instagram for pictures of how how they really have this whole entire product branding thing going on. They really have it dialed in. So check that out. Make sure you remember I'm live every single day in October, 8 o'clock a.m. Pacific Standard Time on my Facebook page. You can find out more about that at theclicktechnique.com. I promise it's not boring. It's entertaining. It's short, sweet, and gives you the kick in the rear that you guys need to stay motivated and stay on track to make sure that you're going to succeed at digital marketing. If I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. The thing that separates those that win in digital marketing from those that do do not is the K in the click technique, which is keep going. It's those that are consistently putting themselves out there on social media and online marketing and doing all of the online marketing things day in and day out are the ones that that succeed. Okay. All right. So you're going to go to the clicktechnique.com. You're going to contact me if you have any, if you want to outsource anything like Facebook ads, SEO, pay-per-click, landing pages, click funnels, Infusionsoft, all these things that will generate more traffic and leads for your business. You're going to head over to trafficandleads.com to find out more about that. And you're going to tell a friend about this podcast because you think it's the coolest thing you've ever heard. So those are my three demands. You listen to this show and here the host is just being super demanding. There you go. I'm just kidding. I have the best listeners ever. And I know you guys will share this. Okay. Until next time, this is one click Lindsay with traffic and leads.com where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away. Mm-hmm.